Hey, this is Lydia Cornell from Too Close for Comfort and Curb Your Enthusiasm and Full House, Knight Rider 18, Dukes of Hazard, hundreds of other shows. And I want you to join 30 Minutes Live with CDP every Wednesday and Friday night on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm going to be on the show soon, too. Love, Chris. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to 30 Minutes Live with CDP. Thanks for all coming in on this Saturday, June 26th. And a uh, couple more days, and it'll be uh, my birthday on Tuesday. I'll be uh, 49, the big 49. But anyways, enough about me. I just want to say thank you to my guest, uh, who I'm going to bring on in about a minute, uh, stand-up comedian at uh, Galley Croup. Uh, from uh, Los Angeles, California. She's originally from Israel, but she moved to California. And she's a funny lady, and I'm looking forward to having her on my uh, podcast uh, today. And just give me one second. I'm going to bring Gally on, and uh, we'll have a good uh, chat with her. Thank you all for watching, too. One second. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? I'm wearing your shirt. Oh, thank you so much. It looks good on you. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, thank you again for coming on. How are you today? Good. Good morning. Waking up. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's noontime on the West Coast. It's yeah. 3 o'clock here. Noon for comedians is very early morning. So <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. Like I said, uh, but I was going to say, yeah, it's uh, about 70 degrees here and overcast. We had rain. so But I don't mind no humidity. I don't like humidity. So uh, No, me neither. No. That's why I like California. It's very dry. It's oh, hot. Really? It's hot, but it's not yeah. really humid? No, not at all. Really? All. Oh, no. Okay, I've never very been there. Dry. That's why. Okay. Because see, yeah, our, summers here, our summers here can get hot and very humid. So we have our four seasons. But yeah, humidity can be bad here in June, July, and August. So, But uh, yeah, today's perfect uh, day for weather and stuff like that. So, Is that everywhere or just in certain areas? Um, in Canada... Um, I know in Ontario, we have humidity. The other provinces, it just depends. But I know Ontario, our summers do get hot and humid and stuff like that. So, But uh, right now, like I said, in the 70s and no humidity is perfect. So, But uh, hopefully one day I'll get to come out to California. Yeah, you, my area is about, it's, it's our 90s nowadays, but dry, very dry. Dry. Okay, so yeah. it's not as bad because sometimes the humidities in the 80s here or 90s can make it feel like 100, 110. So it does. I can't stand humidity. Nope, neither can I. I, I so that's it. horrible. Yes. Yeah. And so, it, yeah. And so it changes my hair too. <laughs> it makes me look like a crazy woman. You should see my hair. I need a haircut. I haven't had a haircut in three months, and uh, they're finally reopening here in Ontario. Uh, step two or phase two this Wednesday, so I can get my first haircut in three months. I'm more concerned about getting my haircut than getting my vaccine shot. <laughs> did, did you get your vaccine or not yet? I had the first shot May 31st, and I'm getting my second and final shot July 16th. Oh, okay. So you so took a long break. Yeah, yeah. So in the states, I guess you get your first shot and then your second in three weeks, but here it's been a, a little longer. They're oh, making wow. people making people wait a little longer, but our numbers are very low here now, very low. So oh, things are good. things things are getting better, and hopefully, we're, I think we're opening up a little slower than you guys. But it's just they don't want to have a fourth lockdown here. We just had our third lockdown, which was over three months. 
Oh, wow. So you, you didn't get the Delta variant, yeah? Uh, it's here, but it's not. But they say if you have the second shot, it should protect you. But the variant is here, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I'm hoping things do get better the rest of this year because the last 15 months has kind of been tough on all of us. Yeah, for sure. But some parts, I mean, some countries opened and they're forced to close again just because of all these variants. Even yes. even when people are vaccinated, so you still gonna have to be smart. Uh, I'm probably gonna still wear a mask on my face, like at yeah. work or in public for probably. I would say at least another year to be on the safe side, because well, I do find well, I do find the mask work. I think so. I think so. Especially I hope with. So. Yeah, especially with my allergies too. Uh, I find they help because I have seasonal allergies in May and August, uh, hay fever, pollen and stuff. So I do find they do help. And I haven't had a cold since last March. So it's been 15, 16 months now since I've had a cold. So I'm just trying to avoid getting sick now. Yeah, for sure. We all do. Yeah. Definitely. So um, before, Gally, I start asking you some questions, uh, can I just show my audience a little video clip of some of your work? Sure, yeah. Yeah, okay, and it's just off of YouTube, so just one second, and I'll just put it on here right now, and uh, we'll just play the clip. It's just about three minutes. Jim tells me that I need to be on TV. He said, hey, golly, I can put you on Dancing with the Stars. Can you hear that okay? I mean, what? You yeah. Guys, I can't dance, and I'm not a star, <laughs> and that makes me perfect for that show. <laughs> he said, hey, I can put you on The Bachelor. Big deal. I've been on a few bachelors. <laughs> I don't need an agent for that. Thank you. He said, well, as long as you do comedy, don't do any racist jokes because, you know, it can damage your career. I told him, don't worry, I don't have any career. Um, <laughs> I do have friends. Uh, my best friends, seriously, they're a married couple. The wife is from India and her husband is from Pakistan. I told them, wow, you guys are a match made in heaven. Indian and Pakistan, that's like half 7-11, half 9-11. Okay, I lost 50% of you. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. The other 80% are still with me. <laughs> Love you guys. Racist over there. <laughs> Do you know those people who sneeze in your face and say, ah, it's just allergy? I punch them in the face and say, ah, it's just anger. <laughs> One night I was getting dressed to go out with someone. Then he called me last minute and he said, oh, I don't want to take you to this club because over there men are just going to try and get into your pants. I said, okay, I'll wear a skirt. <laughs> We were dating for a while, but we were not a good match. He was a Gemini and I was married. <laughs> then I went on a date with someone who told me, oh, you're a comedian? Uh -uh, you guys are all bipolar. I said, that's not true. We are sad, LOL. <laughs> I was dating a guy who called me a cougar. Yeah, so rude. Those teenagers. Oh, my God. No respect. I don't know if you guys heard, but uh, Colorado passed two laws recently, maybe a year ago. Uh, gay marriage and legalized marijuana on the same day. 
Yeah, I know, you guys, and it makes sense. Even the Bible says if a man lies with another man, they should be stoned. <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you so much. Oh, boy. Anyway, anyways, oh. I thought I'd show that clip of your work. Thank you. You picked the jokes that I stopped doing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh. No, it's okay. All the racist ones. <laughs> well, like I said, I like good comedy and humor in as well. And we all need to have a good laugh once in a while, too. Humor is very important. I believe so. Definitely. Okay, well, we're going to get some, some questions. Uh, let's see. The first one I was going to ask you, Gally, is can you just tell my audience a little bit about yourself? And when did you know you wanted to pursue a career as a comedian? Uh, I guess you've done a little acting and uh, you've done a little bit of singing as well in your career. Uh, singing, you said? Yeah, I think you've done a little, a few songs you've performed when you no, do your comedy no. show. No? No, not singing. I, be I better not sing. That would be a disaster. <laughs> but uh, yeah, comedy, acting a little bit. Um, what made me pick comedy? Um, comedy picked me, so I never decided. Okay, I'm gonna just be a comedian. Uh, I've done different things in the past. You know, I was uh, working in a high tech company in Israel. Very different career, and you know, being funny was part of who I am. But I never thought it would be something I do professionally. Uh, so it just started as a hobby, just like we all have hobbies. And it went well to my surprise, even to my own surprise, because, again, I didn't think about it in a professional um, matter. So it, and I kept doing it and kept going. And then people start booking me. I'm like, well, they're booking me. And they put me on flyers. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm, my name is on the flyers. So they call me comedian. I'm like, wow, well, okay, I guess I'll just go with that. So that's how it started, just as a hobby. But it, it took off and became, uh, if we may call it a career, I still don't call it career because it's uh, it's it's the worst <laughs> career anyone could choose. So, but it's a it's a journey. It's a it's still, but well, let's say a, a, a major hobby. Okay, um, the next. But I think it's important that you enjoy what you're doing as well, because life is very short and it's important to have a passion or uh, something that you really like, you enjoy doing. Yeah, absolutely. I enjoy making people laugh and the reward is very fulfilling. And that's very important. So although we don't make money, but at least we get uh, fulfillment. It's sort of like radio. I'm trying to get into radio. I know I'm not going to get into radio for the the fame and the, the big money and it's not an easy profession to get into, but it's something I want to do as you like to make people laugh. I like to talk to people. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, nothing in life you want to do is ever easy. So if there's something you want to pursue, you should pursue it. And like I said, uh, this is something I want to do. Yeah, absolutely. When you have many outlets to do that, you know, yeah, it's just amazing with the technology now. I can I can talk to you and hear you like we're in the same room, three thousand miles apart. Exactly. 
Yeah, definitely. So yeah. actually yeah. Look, look behind you. I'm right there. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, I like your shirt too. So, but uh, I was going to say, yes. Well, I'm glad you like it. Um, my next question I was going to ask you, Gally, uh, where did you attend school? And did you have a mentor when you were in school or when you were first starting out in the comedy industry? Like somebody that uh, kind of gave you some guidance about jokes and, and performing live? No, no, no. No? No? Okay. No. no I, some comedians go take classes or... I, I started on stage. So I started just throwing jokes on stage and I never felt like I need classes. So I just got better as I, as I was doing it. And, and that's the best way to, to get better in comedies. Just get on stage and, and, and keep writing and keep performing. And no, I never took classes. I never had a mentor. I never, nobody writes jokes for nobody. We're all responsible for our own act. Uh, we can brainstorm with people. I do used to brainstorm with funny comedians. Um, just ask their opinions, but uh, that's about that. No, no mentorship or anybody. Okay, I was going to ask you this anyways. Uh, this question: um, Do you find writing your own jokes does it come right away, like really fast, instant? Or does it take you sometimes it might take you a little longer? Like what's the average, like with joke writing, how long does it take you normally? Well, again, jokes come to me and it's cause I'm, I'm mainly an observational comedian. So when I observe things in the outside world, jokes come to me pretty easy. Some are very funny right away, working on stage, perfect, no need tweaking and, and some ideas come to us and the idea is funny but it needs to be crafted into jokes and that can take time and that can take even years so i still have jokes that i've been saying for years and i'm still working on them because they always need something tweaking so it really depends really depends for the most okay. part the idea is funny and then we take it and extract just the, the funny line. And it's it's not easy. It can take time. Takes time. Okay, good to know because I was just curious about that because I've had a few other comedians come on too. And they said, yeah, sometimes it can come right away or sometimes it can take a little time too. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, next Next question I was going to ask you, Gally, is how I know you were you're originally from Israel. How difficult was it moving from Israel to the United States when you were younger? Um, one airplane, one flight. One flight. That's yeah. how difficult it was. Just direct okay. flight from Tel Aviv to LA. Okay. How much did uh, the, when you got to the states? Um, was there a lot of adjustments from the culture change from Israel to the states? Or no. did you kind of just fit in right away? There is no difference between Israel and America. There's absolutely no difference. Okay, I didn't know I did not know that, so that's why I was asking you. Yeah, it's 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 just Israel is America on a smaller scale, so everything is identical lifestyle, democracy, different climate, uh, uh, melting pot, you know, just 
mixture of ethnicities and races and religions and so Israel is even more uh, more of a melting pot than America so uh, there is absolutely no adjustment I mean other than just starting to speak only English versus Hebrew and English that's the only difference but no 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 not difficult at all for, for Israelis or Americans moving to Israel, by the way. There's so many Americans living in Israel and they, they might have more challenge to get used to a smaller country, but that's about it. Okay. What's the, popula what's the population of Israel? Uh, now between 9 to 10 million people. 9 to 10 million? Yeah. Wow, that's smaller than Canada because Canada's Canada's about thirty-seven and a half million people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Israel is small. <laughs> yeah, but Canada Canada's got the second most land mass in the world after I believe Russia. Russia landwise has the most, and then Canada I believe is number two for landwise. So. Oh wow. We're a lot more spread out than the states landwise. So, but thank you for. Uh, uh, tell me about that, about Israel, because like I said, I've never been there, and, and like I said, so that's why I thought I'd ask you about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Israel is very, very Americanized, very, <laughs> by all okay. means. So there is basically, it's 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 the same, but just there you speak Hebrew and here you speak English. <laughs> okay, good to know. Um, yeah. My next question is... Uh, I was going to ask you, what was your first, do you remember what were your first comedy acting, not acting gig, I'll get that out of there, but do you remember your first comedy gig was and what club? Um, yeah, first one was a club called Sardo's and it was in LA area. Um, it was a restaurant club, not not typically a comedy club. It was a restaurant, and they would do shows once a week and bring very good comedians, I have to say. So uh, that club doesn't uh, exist anymore as Sardo's. I think they changed, but that was my first time, and, and it was a very good experience. Okay. Very good show. Were you nervous during your first show? First time, yes, I was. A little bit of nerves, yeah. I guess that's natural too when it's your first time performing yeah. live. First time yeah. I was, second time I was, um, I would say the first 10 times or so I was nervous. But then one day just went away and. You just develop more confidence going up on a stage each time. And, and just the more reps and more live shows you did, you, you, confidence comes and then your nervousness goes away i guess yeah and confidence comes from the fact that you're good as a comedian that's when you become confident so when the material is good and the audience reaction is good that leads to confidence and confidence takes away all the nervousness and fear and anything so okay and that doesn't mean getting on stage thinking, oh, I'm great, nothing can happen, it's going to work. No, it's not that attitude, but just thinking you know what you have and you have an act that people like and you're not afraid anymore, nervous, should it go well or not because you have confidence and 
you, you accept any way it may go. Well, that's true. When I started this over a year ago, uh, the first little while I got on, I was kind of nervous and uh, I couldn't get guests coming on. And then eventually I just worried about myself and I started getting more confidence coming on here. And then eventually I've got guests been coming on nonstop for the last probably six months on here now. And uh, yeah, it's just practice and reps. And, and, and then people tell you, you do a good job. It really helps you. Sure. Absolutely. So, Definitely. Okay. Um, my next question, Gally, for you is, um, do you have a favorite comedy club that you do enjoy performing at in California and especially the LA area? Um, to your surprise, my favorite clubs are not in LA area. Okay. So I do have my favorite is in Chicago. Uh, it's called Zanies. I love that club. Club, clubs, they have few. So they have three or four. Uh, and the other one is Lake Tahoe in California, Nevada. Mm -hmm. Wow. Uh, so and the other one which I'm, I'm going to is uh, in the Caribbean. So okay. I'm heading there next week. Oh, nice. Uh, how yeah. long are you going there for? About a week or so? Uh, three weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah. That is really, really nice. Have you, uh, have you ever performed in Canada yet or no? No. No? Never. Well, maybe, hopefully one day, maybe when things get better here, you can perform in Canada too. In Toronto. Toronto has some good comedy clubs too. I know. I know. So um, maybe one day you'll be able to come and perform in Toronto, like Second City and all that too. So, but uh, they've been hurt here too with the COVID lockdown as well. So. Yeah. Uh, another question I was going to ask you, Gally. I know everybody's back, mostly in the States, back to live performances. Do you think Zoom will still have a place in the comedy industry, like Zoom shows? Or do you think it's going to be all strictly 100% live performances again? I mean, to my humble opinion, I'm not a Zoom expert, but to my humble opinion, yeah, it, it will stay because, you know, a lot of people found it convenient which they didn't have to drive and pay for, for parking and uh pay for drinks and pay for that and also the safety issue now with covid so i think for those reasons zoom may stay and it's not bad i mean i've done a few zoom shows it's not like live shows but it's not that bad and it's much more convenient both for comedians and audience well, I was going to say, and, I, and it's allowed me to see some of the shows from Flappers as yeah. well because I'm 3,500 miles away. So it's kind of been nice for me to be able to watch comedians perform, even though I can't be there in person, and be able to see what uh, Flappers Comedy Club in uh, Burbank. I think it's in Burbank, California is like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Okay. Uh, my next question for you, Gally, I only got a few more. Um, what is it like being a comedian in the L.A. area? as well um la is very competitive there's thousands of thousands of comedians uh, some are true comedians some just think they're comedians some are wannabe comedians all kinds and some are delusional comedians so you can find <laughs> everything and anything in la um for the most part people come here to try and 
get fame or get uh, their career going. For me, it was it was different. I didn't think I'm gonna do comedy. I didn't move to LA for comedy. I didn't move to the States for anything other than because I got married back then. And I'm no longer married, but that's the only reason I moved here. Um, so it's, you know, it, it makes a comedian uh, get better faster because it's so competitive. Uh, but at the same time, it's very abusive, I would say, because they expect everyone to perform and not get paid. So there's no compensation almost anywhere in the LA area. And that's why none of them is my favorite club. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Did not, I, did, I did not know that. So oh, there is it's... not all those shows you see at flappers. Nobody gets paid. You're just doing it for the exposure as well. Yeah, exactly. So clubs, uh, in LA area, I believe that, oh, they give comedian a stage for exposure. And that's, I mean, they give them a lot. So they shouldn't pay because that's the pay. Exposure, opportunities. I'm not saying it's totally wrong. There is, I mean, if I was a club owner, maybe I would think that way too but i don't think it's totally fair it's not totally wrong but it's not totally fair because comedians still work and need to drive and need to work on their act so i think they deserve better so so a lot of them i guess probably have to get part-time or full-time jobs too to pay their bills and all that as well oh absolutely, absolutely. all, all wow. of them almost all of them okay because they said that's this is stuff behind the scenes that most people don't know about, and that's why I was asking you. So I really appreciate you, Gally, explaining yeah. that to me in the audience. Yeah, that's the LA scene. It's not not easy. The LA scene is not easy, and that's okay. why I'm not very heavily involved in that scene. I'm not. No. No. I was Never gonna was. say. So do you have a talent agent? Do you have like a somebody, an agent that helps you book gigs in other nope. cities and other states or you do it all on your own? No, they reach out to me. All those clubs, okay. they, they reach out to me. Uh, the more I did comedy, the more I was exposed to different uh, areas and clubs and, and they reach out to me. I do have a manager for acting gigs, but that's about it. Uh, for comedy, no. And most okay. comedians don't. Most comedians, 90% of comedians don't have agents. Agents. Only the ones that are really successful, like really yeah, in Hollywood yeah, yeah. and the, stuff like that. Okay. The, the famous ones, the TV comedians, yes, they do. Okay. Good to know that. Uh, my next question, you sort of answered it, but... Um, Generally, what do you find, I guess, the hardest aspect of the comedy business? Uh, you've already mentioned a few things. So what I'll say is, what do you love about it the most that keeps you to keeps you continuing to do your comedy shows? Uh, well, the hardest aspect I already, I just mentioned that, mm -hmm. the financial aspect. That's the yeah. hardest. And what I love about it is, is I also mentioned that it's just the fulfillment and the rewards of making people laugh. It's 
it's very rewarding and uh it's you know in in hebrew there's a word called mitzvah mitzvah it's a good deed so making people laugh is a good deed it's a good That's thing a, to do, so the world kind of needs more of that too yeah definitely so okay and then I just I just have a couple more questions for you, Gal. Are you still okay for time? Sure. Okay. Uh, no problem. One of the things of my nature is I love to ask questions, and I like to learn new things. And, and like I said, every podcast I do, I learn something new from my guests and all that as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So here's the next question. Uh, what was it like working alongside Sinbad, Jeff Allen, Louis Anderson on Netflix, Pure Flix All-Star TV clean comedy series. I was a, it was a great experience. Uh, we taped it over a weekend in North Carolina, and it was just uh, fun, just networking with comedians from all over the U.S. And Sinbad was so funny. Jeff Allen, Louis—they were all very, very funny and very sweet to everyone. Very nice. So it was absolute uh, honor to be around them. Okay. It's fun. I was is Louis Anderson. So the yeah, because sometimes you meet these guys that are famous, and then when you meet them, they're not as same as they are on TV or on stage. So that's good to hear as well. They were they were all super sweet, super kind and nice, all of them. So and and very funny. So. Very good experience. Okay. And then my next question I was going to ask you, I've already asked uh, Grace and a few of the other ones I've had on here. Um, when you're on live stage, uh, Gally, how long does it take for you to gauge an audience when performing live? Like just get a feel for what you what, what will make the audience laugh or what might not work? Oh, I already get that feeling before I step on stage. I know that before I get on stage. It just um, takes observation. Okay. Now, when you're in the back and somebody else is performing, do you watch them perform just to see how the audience is or just kind of focus strictly on yourself? None. Not on the performer and not on myself, on the audience. Just on the crowd. Okay. So uh, that's going to... That's how I learn what they like, and that's how I learn who they are and what they want. So when I get on stage, I'm, I'm ready. Okay. What's the biggest crowd you've ever uh, performed in front of, like, people-wise? Uh, 2,000 people. Wow, that's a lot. In, wow. In Vegas. In Vegas, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't make a difference to me anyway. Now you just focus on what you're doing and and just yeah, it's the, actually the much easier. The more, the bigger the audience, the easier to perform. For, I was going to ask you this too. Um, when you do your shows, on average, Gally, how long are they normally, time-wise, length-wise? Uh, it really depends on the gig. Every gig is different, so also depends if. We host, we open, we feature, we headline. Uh, how many comedians on the show? Am I the only one? It can go between five minutes to 50 minutes. 
just depend. Okay. Thank you for answering that question. And then uh, my next question I was going to ask you, um, before you go live on stage, do you have any r rituals, like uh, things that just help you to relax, uh, stay calm, and just focus on what you're doing? Just something no. to relax, no? Okay. No, no, I don't I don't need that. After almost 15 years in comedy, no. Maybe as a beginner. The beginner, I okay. Even, I don't even remember what it was, but no, no. Nowadays, absolutely nothing. I just watch the crowd. I drink my coffee and when it's time to get on stage, I get on stage. There's and no ritual, no. You just like to observe at the crowd and audience that, too. That, that could be my personality because I'm very laid back. My act is laid back. I don't, I don't need to relax because if I relax more than I, <laughs> I would just be dead on stage. So <laughs> That's no good. I'm trying not to relax too much, you know, because okay. I'm already relaxed. I'm a very relaxed comedian, so um, I, I really don't need to do anything. Okay, good to know, because like I said, uh, I just always like to ask these questions anyways. Okay, uh, my next one I was going to ask you, Gally, um, do you have any favorite restaurants, uh, music that you like, and any hobbies that you are into as well? Uh, restaurants, I mean, not in terms of specific ones, obviously, but just types of food. Uh, not picky, I like everything. <laughs> I like food. So, love Italian, love Asian food, African food, Mediterranean. I like everything. <laughs> Asian food, a lot. Um, and music. Um, I surprisingly, surprisingly, I do like modern country. So I I grew up listening to country music. I, I guess my dad, my mom liked it, so, so I like it too. Um, and I like modern country a lot. And hobbies, um, horses. I guess I love horseback riding. Uh, travel if it's a hobby. <laughs> Yes, that's something I've been missing. I haven't been yeah, traveling in 16 months now, and it's like I kind of miss – I like going to sporting events in the States and Canada, and I like going to the States for shopping and stuff like that. So yeah. uh, I kind of – I think once things hopefully go back to normal at some point, we'll, we'll probably all appreciate things more than when we did before. Probably so. But here I think they're back to – they open everything, even uh, s sports and – you know, arenas and events, everything is open to my knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. Cause here they're just doing it really slowly. So uh, I think said, it's, I, I, if I may say, I think it's smarter. Yeah. Canada's yeah. Canada's just trying to, like I said, they're kind of worried about this variant and they don't want to have a forced lockdown. Cause I think that would even damage the businesses more too. So um, yeah, I guess you're right. It's probably smarter that way. And uh, like I said, just hopefully uh, things do get better for everybody in the next few months and stuff like that. Yeah, I do think it's better because I'm looking at Israel, which is the most vaccinated nation in the world. If you heard they, they vaccinated everyone. And being the most vaccinated, they opened. They opened everything. And now they're seeing cases. Uh, cool. just a big, yeah. So they have wow. a problem. 
Wow, because yeah, you're right. Because some people are figuring, oh, if we get double vaccinated, that that's the end of this. But um, you're absolutely right, and that's good to know as well. So yeah, um, they got the Delta vac uh, variant, and now masks and closure and all that. So I guess what Canada is doing right now, being slower, because I know a lot of Americans want the land borders open, and they still aren't open them up yet. I think they're going to wait until maybe the end of July or August, but. Uh, yeah, that's good to know about Israel. Like they, the most vaccinated country in the world, and now they've got that variant coming. So I guess people yeah. need to realize too: it's everything's not going to just disappear all like that no. one one together. So not at all. I, so, uh, like I said before, I'll probably still wear a mask in public and at work for a while yet. Yeah, I think it's smart. Again, I'll give you Israel as an example because just two weeks ago they decided no more masks, going out, back to life. Yeah. And sadly, that's not reality because in only two weeks there is a huge spike and now back to masks, back, back to closures, not everything, but uh, monitoring who is, you know, no, I think no entrance for tourists at this point. Yeah, so better be slow and 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 smart, and because it's not going anywhere. <laughs> okay, you already answered my next question. I was going to ask you. I guess what was what is your latest project or comedy show you're working on? And I guess you've already answered that uh, uh, earlier. Oh, what was the what was it? The answer I don't remember. Uh, uh, I was gonna say you're going away for three weeks. Oh, the, the Caribbean's, I oh, guess. That, that's a gig, not project. Yeah. Okay, I should have rewarded it like that. So I guess <laughs> that that's gonna keep you busy for the next three weeks then. Yeah. Okay. No problem. I'm still trying to get better on this too. So, uh, like I said, <laughs> mistakes happen, and and like I said, no, you just it's, it's you not just a mistake because it's not yeah. a mistake because um, a lot of comedians do work on different projects. Okay. I, I didn't have. I, I went through a difficult times since COVID and all that thing, so I didn't work on anything on my career. So I don't have any exciting project going on. Okay. <laughs> And my next question is for you, Gally, is um, any advice to anyone that's watching today looking to pursue a career in the comedy business? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't. Just don't. Don't? That's okay. That's the best advice. <laughs> don't. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't say more than that. I say. Uh, okay. if I, I always say if, if I knew then when I start what I know now, I would never start doing comedy. Never. Cause so. it's not, it's not easy. It's not an easy profession to get into. And there's a lot of struggles with it and the yeah, financial comes, aspect of it. Yeah. It comes with a lot of struggles, which I'm not uh, a fan of, and I'm not used to, I didn't grow up with struggles. You know, I, I grew up very nicely and pretty much spoiled. So for me in later in life to, deal with struggles it's not i don't like it so i would say absolutely don't there's so many things people can do and make a good living and, and be fulfilled so comedy is not for everyone okay and before i let you go gally um can you just tell people where they can find you on uh 
social media and all that stuff. I've got your website down here on my ticker, yeah. but if you could just let people know where they can find you. So that's the website and it's the same name on Facebook and Instagram. And that's what I mainly use. Um, Twitter too, but I don't, I don't use much Twitter. I don't know why. Uh, yeah. So Instagram is Gali from Kali. Okay, definitely. And uh, I was going to say, Gally, uh, thank you so much for giving me some uh, time today on Saturday and uh, coming on uh, 30 Minutes Live with CDP podcast. Thank you so much, Chris. Great podcast and nice talking to you. Thank you so much. And maybe hopefully in the future, maybe I can have you back on again, maybe one day as a guest. I'd love that. Thank you. And thank you for wearing the shirt too. It looks great on you. Sure. It looks good. Yeah. I like, yeah. I love the color purple yes and black i have black and white and and like i said i even got my friend to uh i'll just show you they did a cartoon drawing of me no oh, that's very so, nice yeah they uh they did it for me for free and then my friend laura she uh put it onto a t-shirt so i've kind of got my logo and all this stuff going in and i realized too for me to get into radio because i'm in my late 40s that it's gonna it's not gonna be easy and i'm gonna have to make some sacrifices as well but this is something i really want to do because I, I really enjoy doing my podcast and interviewing people as well yeah and i don't think age is a factor at all and that's true too because i had marty ross on a couple weeks ago and he's what yeah. 80 i think he's what 80 years old and he's uh he switched yeah. careers when he was later in life too so it's really never too late no and he started doing comedy at 60 something years old yeah and it's in his mid 60s so yeah you're right it's yeah but uh like i said uh, i'm just gonna keep working at this podcast and and like i said it originally was sports only but i've decided i want to branch out and i like this because i like to talk to people from different uh industries different careers and and learn something new too that's great wish you the best thank you so much galley and uh, I'm going to let you go, but I was going to say I hope you have a great weekend, and we'll definitely keep in touch on social media then. Okay, sounds good, Chris. Thank you so much. And uh, make sure you give uh, Magic a pet and a treat for me too. Okay, I will. He would love that. <laughs> okay, well, thank you so much again, Gally. You take care. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. You're welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed my interview with uh, uh, comedian uh, Gally Krupp uh, from the L.A., California area. I really appreciate Gally coming on. You can check her out on her website at galleykrupcomedy.com, and you can check out her YouTube channel as well, and she's on Instagram at Gally from Cali. So, uh, again, I really appreciate her coming on. And she's also a winner of five comedy competitions held in the greater L.A. area as well. And uh, like I said, she's also uh, uh, done some Comedy Central with uh, uh, Netflix with Nazi and Nikki Glazer as well, as well as Louie Anderson and Sinbad as well. So anyways, guys, um, like I said, I'm just going to put some comments on here. And let's see. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Thanks for watching. Good guest. Uh, yeah, she was a really good guest. And uh, thank you for watching. I appreciate that. And uh, Mark, you've always been watching my show and stuff like that. And then uh, let's see, guys. Before I, uh, I'm just going to talk for a minute or two. I'm just going to put on my, who my uh, next comedian is. And just one second. I'm just going to put her picture on here now. 
and then we'll get going because I'm going to be doing another show later tonight. Uh, it's uh, one of my guests. So my next comedy show is going to be this Sunday, June. It's not comedy show, but podcast. Uh, next 30 Minutes Live with CDP podcast. This Sunday, June 27th at 1 a.m. here, 4 o'clock on Australian time. My guest is Lindy Jane a female ventriloquist singer from Australia. Uh, so this will be my first podcast interview with uh, um, uh, somebody from Australia. And hopefully the connection works as well because Australia is about 14,500 kilometers from Canada. So um, yeah, so um, if you guys can tune in tonight at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time, which is like I said, four o'clock Australian time because Australia is about 13 hours ahead of us. And I'm looking forward to... Uh, uh, talking to uh, Lindy and about her career as well. So um, I hope you guys can tune in tonight for this as well. And also, let's see, uh, before I go, guys, uh, let's see. We got some sports tonight too, by the way. NBA playoffs tonight, Western Conference Final, Game 4. Uh, Suns and Clippers at 9 o'clock. Suns lead the series 2-1. to one. So we'll see if the Clippers, uh, minus Kawhi Leonard and Serge Ibaka, can even up that series tonight with the Suns 2-2, or will the Suns take a 3-1 lead? I think Chris Paul is going to play much better tonight, so we'll see what happens. That game tonight is uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 on the West Coast on ESPN, and most likely TSN here. And then we've got uh, no hockey until Monday, but the 2021 Stanley Cup Final begins Monday, June 28th. Montreal versus Tampa Bay. Uh, for the Stanley Cup, the Lightning are, Lightning are trying to repeat as Stanley Cup champions back-to-back, -back, trying to win their third Stanley Cup since 2004. Tampa Bay has home ice in this series. Uh, I'm going to predict Tampa Bay wins this in six games, but I won't be shocked if Montreal wins the Cup. Uh, the way Carey Price is playing, the rookie Cole Caulfield is playing, Nick Suzuki's been outstanding, uh, they, uh, Jeff Petrie's been great, Shea Weber has been solid. Uh, so we'll see what happens, but I'm going to call Tampa Bay over Montreal in six games for the Stanley Cup. And then today, the Tigers play a doubleheader with the Astros. Right now, uh, the first game's going on at Comerica Park. Last I heard, the Tigers were winning 3-1 to one in the sixth inning. The second game of the doubleheader tonight at Comerica is at 6-10. So hopefully the Tigers can uh, sweep the Astros tonight, but we'll see what happens. But anyways, guys, like I said, I'm looking forward to my next uh, uh, show, and I really appreciate you guys coming on. So again, yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you to my guest, Gally Krupp, for coming on, who's a comedian in, in the uh, California area and performs across the states and as well. Uh, please check her out again on her website. And uh, I guess, yeah, guys, uh, I'm going to wrap up my show right now. But uh, my next podcast, again, is this Sunday, June 27th, 1 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. My guest, again, will be Lindy Jane, a female ventriloquist singer from Australia. So I hope you guys are able to tune in for that. And uh, like I said, guys, I want to say thank you to everybody watching live on YouTube, uh, my YouTube channel, Facebook Live here, and Twitter page as well. And uh, just before I go, I'm just going to tell people how they can find me on audio. Uh, 30 Minutes Live with CDP Podcast, uh, the audio version, is on Google Podcast, Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, and CastBox as well. So if you guys want to listen to the podcast on audio instead of live. Anyways, guys, I just want to say again, thank you everybody uh, for watching live or later on listening to this on the audio version. 
All right, guys, I'm going to call it a night, and uh, I will see you guys uh, early Sunday morning for my next 30 Minutes Live with CDP podcast. Thanks all for tuning in to 30 Minutes Live with CDP. Take care, everybody.